chill, relax to the sounds of the zero grab. One time for your mind. This is just a sample of what I can do. Baby girl, I really wanna vibe with you. This should be the theme that we're riding to. I like it, ooh, let me vibe with you. I want a girl like you with a mind on her dreams. Want a girl who grind, not just grind on my peen. I'm so ambitious and I love that in women. Got a sweet spot for black and Latin women. Senorita, let me show you some things. I'll make sure you feel sexy, holding supreme. Others stressing you ain't even a lesson too. They so basic, they can't be blessing you. They uh-uh. hit with a trance, trying to get in your pants. Uh-huh. They just trying to fucking with the romance. Girl, you better get a grown man. Go scan, don't play the low hand. Get paid in slow jam. You play the romance, but make your dough end. Don't mind these little boys who fake to hold hands. You know what you want, and I know that too. And that's why I come so vital at you. This is just a sample of what I can do. Baby girl, I really wanna vibe with you. This should be the theme that we're riding to. I like it, ooh, let me vibe with you. I said, this is just a sample of what I can do. Baby girl, I really wanna vibe with you. This should be the theme that we're riding to. I like it, ooh, let me vibe with you. Yeah, let me see that drop real quick. You know, it doesn't have to be as difficult as you make it, girl I swear there's no real men left, but I'm right here I swear Just hold still Let me show you, girl I've been aching for someone like you How long it's taken this endless cycle? Cause you ain't ready, fear grips your soul I'm sitting, hoping it slips the hole But I know that it's really difficult With no yak to drink and no spliff to roll I still miss you though I still hope that you think about me Our relationship's sinking proudly But I got so much I could offer you I'll lift you to such a lofty view Where our mind's eyes cut through the haze You stare at me, I stare at you for days Stare at you for days You for days Stare at you for days Stare at you for days This is just a sample of what I can do Baby girl, I really wanna vibe with you This should be our theme that we're riding to I like it let me vibe with you, well let me vibe with you, let me vibe with you, well let me vibe with you, let me vibe with you, let me vibe with you. Wait, hold on, is this a sampled beat? Is this a sample? I think I just creamed my jeans. Oh my god, I creamed my jeans. That's you got a sample. I'm glad you like it. Hopefully she likes it. Yo to everybody out there. Yo, I say yo to you. I hope you're all doing well. I hope you're all having an amazing time. I finally got Fridays and Saturdays off for a little while, so I'm excited about that. I would honestly rather have Fridays and Saturdays off than have Saturdays and Sundays off. Like, if I had to pick if they gave me that option, I'd rather have Fridays and Saturdays off, because... Sundays are depressing. I think it's just because we've been programmed, you know, over the course of our lives. Like, when you're a kid, you go to school Monday through Friday, and then you're off Saturday, Sunday. But Sunday is always like, oh, man, I have to go back to school the next day, you know. Then later on in life, even, a lot of times you work Monday through Friday. 
And uh, Friday is Friday's fun. It's the end of work. You get to do something fun that night. Then, you know, you're off the weekend. Friday's exciting. So having Friday off is cool. Sunday, no matter what, Sunday always feels kind of like a drag for some reason. Not that it's bad or anything, but it always just feels like, eh, this isn't my favorite day. <laughs> so every time, every time, Sunday is just like, yeah, it's all right. It's just a Sunday. I mean, it's nice to be off work, nice to be off school, but it's always just, yeah, it's an okay day, I guess. I don't know. I don't, have I ever had like a great Sunday? I'm sure I have. But just something about it, it just feels like a downer for some reason. So yeah, I'd way rather have Friday, Saturday off. And that's what I'm going to do. Man, um, so do I even want to mention that? I don't think I'll mention anyone directly. So what is up like, man, people, communication has fallen so far off a cliff these days that people will actually duck you like you ask them a question and they won't respond it'd be like a simple question so there's a girl that was comfortable enough to go on a trip with me me trying to gauge her level of interest I think I mentioned this in a previous show right so me just asking like, hey, you know, I wasn't sure how interested in me you are, you know, like how attracted you are and stuff like basically just asking that, like trying to figure out like, cause I'm going to keep it real. That would definitely change my view of like, if you're not attracted to me, if you're not interested in me, I don't want to fucking like pay, like basically like help pay for your vacation you know like if that's you know if you're pretending to be attracted and you're really not and then when it comes down to it like you can't even answer that question <laughs> so I asked this girl that she disappeared you know she never responded or anything so like a while later I was like, hey, you know, you kind of like disappeared when I asked you a question. She's like, what was the question? And I ask it again. Disappears again. Never responds. It's like, are you trying to be a shitty person or what? Because it's just the context of it is like. I flew her out, paid for a nice hotel that she picked the first time that I hung out with her and she was supposedly, it was supposedly her time of the month. So she didn't want to be touched and all that. So it was like, wow, well, we really, of all the times to have you fly out, like we really had to do it. That, and it sounded like BS, but there, you know, I don't think that it was BS. Like if you ask me, I honestly think that she was telling the truth. I mean, there was evidence. There was like a package of, yeah, I don't want to get into details, but I believe she was telling the truth. But it it's also like, why would you, like, why are you comfortable enough to let someone 
fund your vacation, but them touching you is like such a vile. I don't know. I've talked about that before. I don't understand that mentality. It's wild to me. Like I, I really can't imagine myself like letting a girl pay for a vacation for me and then being like, oh, don't touch me though. Weird. You know, just weird. And, um, yeah, so I tried contacting her just to figure this shit out. Because, honestly, at this point, I'm kind of annoyed because I feel like I funded someone's vacation. Even though I specifically asked, like, hey, before we do this, are you interested in me? Like, before we even met up, I asked her this. And she says, it wouldn't have even got this far if I wasn't. So, okay. So you're interested. You're attracted. Okay. So then when I actually meet you and there's no indication of you being attracted to me at all or anything. And then when you, but you're willing to plan another trip. But then when I actually ask, like you ignore the question, like that type of shit is just, I think it's just really low. And I guess you're dodging a bullet, but it's like, why the fuck would you agree to meet somebody if you were not interested? I don't fucking care if you're interested, but don't waste my fucking time. You wasted my time and money. You know? I took time off work and all that. Honestly, we're looking at probably like, probably close to $1,000 in terms of the missing work the hotel, the flight, all the stuff we did. We're looking at close to $1,000, I think, in all that. For somebody to be that fucking, like, lukewarm. And I, I, I just, I really don't get it. I don't understand, like, how people are comfortable with that. How are you comfortable treating someone like that? I don't know. This isn't somebody that I was still figuring out if I'm interested in her, you know, honestly. But, like, what the fuck? And then it's like, I see she, um, she showed me one of her exes. And it's like this out of shape guy that's like not, you know, he's not like a particularly good looking guy. And it's like, I don't know, you just feel disrespected at a certain point. Like, for real, like... This was like, this was relationship material to you, you know, and by all accounts, I mean, the guy didn't treat her well, so it's like, that shit can be maddening in this day and age where it's just like fucking, these women will accept such shitty relationships and turn you down, you know, and it's like, what the fuck is going on? It's like some weird, bizarro world, you know, where it's like, it doesn't make sense. And to this day, she still hasn't answered that question, which I've just like, really wasn't, it's not a hard question. It's really not complicated. So what is the issue here? You know, like, why is that so hard for you to just be like, yes or no? You know, you're not going to hurt my feelings. Why are you that much of a coward where you just avoid the question? I can't imagine, like, if if a girl asked me that and I ducked her, 
I just ignored the question. You know how fucking mad that girl would be? But somehow we allow women to do this stuff. Like, we allow them to treat men like that. Like, that's just cool. And, oh, you should just get over it. You should just move on. It's like, I fucking asked, like, that's the thing that's annoying. Is It's like, I asked, like, specifically if you're interested or not before we made those plans. And you were cool like you were just cool with letting me pay for like pretty much everything on that little vacation like what the fuck how do you sleep at night i don't get it and it's like i don't know (laughs) you're not that cute your titties are fake like what the fuck what gave you this air of like superiority you know your company's not so great. You're on your fucking phone the whole time. Like, what gave you this air of superiority? I don't fucking get it. We have pumped people's heads up so much that they think they'll be like mediocre people and think that they're just the shit and everyone, they're just a blessing to everyone's lives. And it's just like, what the fuck? What have we done? Who did that, first of all? Like, who made people think like that? Because I'm sorry, but you can't all be amazing, you know? There's going to be some mediocre shit in the bunch. There's going to be, like, some subpar people out there. <laughs> and that, I, I, I had a you know what, I'm going to share that thought. I had a thought today where it's like, I was thinking, you know what, a lot of you women deserve the five-minute, five-inch dick. You deserve that. That's what you're, that's honestly what you're giving out to the world. You deserve that type of sex forever. You don't deserve more than that. Not until you evolve, you know, not until you become a better person. That's what you deserve. Which I guess a lot are content taking, but like, Honestly, you deserve that. <laughs> I don't know. I guess I, I saw that. That popped into my head because I saw, like, men will wear $30 underwear for $3 worth of dick and stuff like that. And then I think about it, I'm like, as shitty as some of these women act, that's what that's what they deserve. They deserve $3 a dick. They deserve, like, a couple inches of dick. They don't deserve, like, to really get dicked down. Like, why do you deserve that? Why do you, you know, like, what, what have you done to earn that? <laughs> uh, I just get tired of it, man. I get tired of the bullshit. Like, it's not that hard to be... It's really not hard to be a good person. We all know right from wrong. So why do so many people just choose not to be good people? Why is that acceptable? I don't know, man. I keep pushing, though. (laughs) Yeah. So I had actually wished... This this girl's birthday falls after mine, right? I actually wished her a happy birthday on her birthday. She forgot my birthday. You know? Then ignored that question. Just all around, just shitty. <laughs> just a shit, just shitty, you know? 
I'm, I think I'm actually going to ask her for money back. I wasn't going to do that. I think it would really annoy her. But honestly, like, fuck, fuck it, man. I'm not happy. I'm not happy with uh, that whole scenario. I feel like I wasted a lot of time. Not a lot of time, I guess. More like, I did waste some time, though. It's like you take time off work and all that. And the time you just invest in hanging out with someone. All for her to be, like, really nitpicky and just fucking not not the most pleasant person in the world. It's like, I just don't... <laughs> if somebody paid, you know, like thankful I would be if somebody was paying for like a whole vacation for me I wouldn't just fucking sit there on my I'd feel I would feel bad even fucking being on my phone even that's disrespectful if you think about it like you're on someone else's dollar basically and you're out there just fucking talking to other people instead of them like that's fucked up really is fucked up I don't think people think about that I know she didn't well maybe she did maybe she just doesn't fucking care but I don't know. <laughs> I'd say like this last like fucking couple years, man, has really shown me a lot of like shitty sides of people. Like, and the same people, they don't give a fuck. You could call them out on it. They'll be back doing the same shit tomorrow. They don't care. People are just fucking selfish, man. Don't give a fuck about anything but themselves. And then they wonder why they can't find anyone that wants to stay with them. <laughs> you know? They wonder why. It's because you're fucking selfish. People don't want to be with selfish people who don't give a fuck about other people. People don't prefer that. <laughs> so. It makes sense if you really consider it. <sighs> I don't know. I'm not trying to... I don't know, I guess this episode is kind of a ranty episode, thinking about it. There's quite a few rants on here. I just get tired of society. I'm sorry. It's not my fault. I tried to be good. <laughs> but to no avail. To no avail. It's just, ah, oh man, dating has just been, it's been rough. You know? I don't think like, I try. What sucks is, okay, like, I'll click with women on a, like, personality level. And just not be attracted to them at all. You know, I'll even try to be intimate with them, and I'm just like, I just, I might be able to make you come a couple times, and then I'm just, like, turned off, or, like, the level of interest is just not there. It's, it really sucks. I don't know. It's just a weird, like, purgatory. It's like I meet people that I might be compatible with in a personality way, but I have no desire to fuck them at all. And it's like, that's probably not the best relationship material. <laughs> like, you probably shouldn't be with someone that you don't want to sleep with at all. You know? It's probably not a good look. It's not really fair, you know, to you or to them. Like, if you're the person that someone is uh, 
if you're really attracted to someone and then th that person is not attracted to you, it's not really fair to them. Like, everyone should be able to be with someone that they're attracted to. I don't think you should have to settle on that. But, I mean, some people don't care about sex, so it really doesn't matter to them. But the vast majority of people that do, that's a big deal. So, I mean, I've tried, like, I've tried to do better. It's not always easy. Yeah. I don't know. I hope that uh, we can really, well, well you know, like, we're, we're really getting close to the 100th episode now. So I feel like we have to go all out for that. We can't just, like, do, I'm not going to do an episode like this for the 100th episode. Like, I'm just not going to do that. <laughs> That's not... <laughs> This show deserves more than that. Like, for me, just talking, just me talking on subjects that may or may not be interesting to you. I don't think that's a good 100th episode. Like, we definitely got to get some people on to talk, at least one person on. So be on the lookout for that, because I think we could have a lot of fun, you know. But, uh. If you have any questions, comments, concerns, let me know. We keep pressing forward on this show, dropping this shit every week. Not always easy, as I've said, but it is worth it. I've, it's fun to build, like, a little resume with uh, podcasting, you know? Like, I had one before I got into it by working with Pedro Fernandez. But now it's just even, it's just going further and further, which is a good thing. Honestly. But uh, we'll see how everything goes. The album is still... It's super close. Getting closer and closer by the day. But it's just in that home stretch. And like, I don't know. I don't know when you'll be able to hear it. I haven't talked to my partner recently. But, um... I will, and, and we'll resolve all this. It is tough, though. I'll say that. I hope... Um, hope you all make it through the week. Make it through your life. <laughs> make it through your month. No, just uh, I hope you make it through. And uh, I'm looking forward to what the future holds. So... Thank you so much for listening and stay tuned because honestly, there's still like a lot of that burrito missing. <laughs> See, I just want to see if you're paying attention. Running to random stream of consciousness. So yeah, uh, I'm going to call it on this section. Stay tuned. We'll have more after these short messages. Another trip to the dealership. <laughs> I've been having car trouble for a while, and it's weird. So my car will do this thing where it will slow down to uh, to 19 miles an hour, and 
not let me go faster than that, but it only does it like 10% of the time. So it doesn't do it all the time. It's kind of, it's really weird. So <sighs> I take it to my mechanic who I trust, who has been my mechanic for years, who was, I mean, he was my parents' mechanic before he was my mechanic. So like I trust him. He can't get a computer code off the car. <laughs> so he tells me I have to go to the dealership to get it. I try to convince him to check it, but you know, he, he tells me to go to the dealership. All right. I hate going to the dealership because they're always trying to rip you off for something. Right. So I make an appointment for the dealership on Friday, nine 15 in the morning. The it's, you know, and I actually, I walk, I walk back to my family's place. I've been staying with family lately just because my work is close and because of these car troubles, I don't want to get stranded out in long beach, which is, you know, 45 minutes to an hour from my job so it would be pretty and that's driving it would be pretty inconvenient to just get stuck out there you know i could end up being late to work and all that so <laughs> i you know i take the car in i go and it's funny because i'm just like i'm looking for stuff to do so there's a movie theater close to there and uh, honestly looking back like I have like kind of a vendetta against Lyft and Uber because I worked for them when I was younger and they I just thought they were shit companies like in terms of how they the money they take from their employees is trash. You know, they take a lot of the money. If you didn't know, especially Uber, Uber's really bad. Like I was doing it on the side and I remember I generated like over five. I think I generated 550 in a week, like on the side, just working on the side. I only got to keep like 300 of it. Like, I looked at how much money was generated. Like, you could look at that, you know? I don't think a lot of people look. They're just like, okay, how much did I make? Cool. It's like, what the fuck? Like, because they're charging. So they would charge, at the time, they were charging two forty five on top of every uh, delivery for, like, a safety fee. And then they take 20, 20%, 25%. It was either 20 or 25% out of all the fares. So that added up to, like, where they're making almost as much Actually, really, they're not paying for gas, so they're making more money off of my deliveries than I am. <laughs> like, that's wild. Not having to pay for insurance, not having to, having to pay for car repairs, not having to pay for any of that. They get to keep all that money. So, <laughs> I thought that was wild. <laughs> and, um, I, anyway... <laughs> I don't like to, at this point though, I'm like, fuck it, man. Like it honestly, like it's not worth the walk because the walk was what, at least three miles or more, you know, from the dealership. And I made some pit stops along the way. There's a mall near the dealership. I went to get, to get a ticket for a movie and I'm, I'm like, I'm just looking for anything that looks decent that like starts at that time so I can kill some time. Cause I'm thinking it's going to take them a couple hours you know, and I, and I buy a ticket for a 10.30 showing, you know, which I'm like, okay, it took me, you know, I think it took me like 20 minutes to walk to the mall, something like that. So it was something around, yeah, like 20 minutes. I think I got there, or no, 30 minutes. It took a while. It, or it took a while to walk to that entrance of the mall. So I get there, it's like 9.45. And I'm like, what time does this place open? She says 10. So I say, oh, okay, because there's a movie that starts at 10.30. So 
Keep that in mind. <laughs> so I go, I wait until 10 for it to open. I buy a ticket to the movie. And um, I'm, I come back like around 10, 15. I was like, okay, I'm, I'm going to order like some food because it's one of these dining theaters. So I'm waiting at this, or no, was it 10, 15? I think it was like 10, 10. So I'm waiting at this counter for like 15 minutes, just waiting there. And finally, a guy comes out and says, what can I do for you? And I said, oh, I wanted to order some food. And he says, oh, the theater's closed right now. I'm like, uh, what do you mean? Like, can I still watch the, the this movie? And he's like, no, we're closed. Like, the whole theater's closed. I was like, but this movie's supposed to start in, like, at 1030. And he's like, let me see. And <laughs> so he looks at the ticket, and it was for 1030 p.m. I was like, god damn it. I was in such a rush that I didn't look at the a.m. or p.m part of it i just like because movies will start even earlier than that but this theater like the earliest movies seem to start there is like 12 i didn't know that so anyway <laughs> i walk out and then i'm like well can i get a refund for the ticket he's like oh our system is down until two and i'm like what the fuck like so they can't get and i i don't know at that point i'm like well you got cash like just give me a cash refund for this shit but I don't say that. I'm just thinking that. So I'm like, ah, well, whatever. So I, I, I make a couple stops along the way home. There was a new war. Like I, I, I went to, I stopped at, I was chilling at the mall for a bit. And then I stopped at Dunkin' Donuts, which I, as I often do, <laughs> I don't really drink the coffee or eat the donuts much anymore. I, I never really ate the donuts much. But um, I'll get like avocado toast there. Shout out to New Jack. It's like three bucks there. <laughs> <laughs> which it's not, I'm sure it's not the greatest avocado toast in the world, but it's not that much worse than the $12 shit that people buy. <laughs> so, you know, so, um, I get, you know, I get that. And then there's a new WarioWare game that came out. That was along the way home. So I get both of those and it, it's like a, it's a small game shop, Eminem video and Upland. Like, so I, I actually walked to a different city <laughs> But the but yeah so I I get and I and I've gone there since I was a kid so I'm like pretty friendly with the owner we're talking for a while I go home and I chill and I'm watching Cobra Kai <laughs> like for a while watching different shit playing games and shit and um time keeps passing and I'm looking and it's it's fucking four and they finally call it four like almost seven hours after I dropped the car off and they say oh. Your so your your problem is the what was the crank sensor? So I'm like, are you sure that I like got that fixed? And I knew I had gotten that fixed like recently. I couldn't remember how recently. So I'm going back and forth with them and my mechanic, and he looks at his records and he like I I had all my records in my car, like of all the shit that's been done to my car. I keep them in the glove box, like just in case I need them. It doesn't do me much good if I'm not there. <laughs> so I talked to my mechanic. And he, he finds the record at first. He, he was like, no, I don't think we did that. And then I was like, well, it was like really recently. He was looking like way back. And eventually he finds it. And we had done it in July. So like two months ago, we had repaired the crank sensor. Or I, I shouldn't say we, he did. <laughs> so luckily, um, he, you know, he's he's a good guy, honest guy. So he'll do it. He'll fix it for free since i mean it didn't it you know it hasn't been that long it shouldn't be going out in two months but good on him for doing that 
what sucks is the dealership charges me 160 just to look at my car. So I'm pretty annoyed. And I'm saying, you know, like, why this took like seven hours? How does it take that long? And the girl says, oh, sometimes it takes that long. And I know what they did. I've seen what they do. They plug a little computer in and they read what it fucking says off your car. They plug it into your car. It takes like a couple minutes, you know. <laughs> so I'm like, how the fuck, like, with an appointment, how the fuck does it take seven hours to get that done? Because it sucks. I'm sitting around. It's my day off. I don't have a car. I can't do shit, really. You know, it's it's a major inconvenience and it's something that I fixed recently. And, you know, on top of that, they're charging me 160 to do this. So I'm kind of like, the girl's like, I'm sorry about that, sir. But she says it in such a like <laughs> nonchalant way that I'm like, not really, though, huh? <laughs> I could tell I was pissing. I was annoying her. But uh, yeah, I so I. Like, they're bringing the car up, and it's taking them a while to bring the car up for them saying, like, your car is ready. The car wasn't fucking ready. Like, I came after, they said, we'll have it ready by 5.30. I get there at 5.30. Car's not ready. I gotta wait, like, another fucking 10 to 15 minutes for the fucking car that was supposedly ready. <laughs> so, fucking, I... I'm waiting there, and as I'm waiting, I'm like, you know what, fuck this. So I, I go back in, and I talk to a different guy at the desk, and I ask him, hey, uh, did they take this car apart or anything? And he looks at the sheet and says, oh, no, they don't need to do that for this type of procedure. Because I didn't know. For all I know, they actually did. And um, and I said, so you're charging me 160 bucks to plug a computer in? <laughs> and that pissed him off. He starts talking about like how, well, we can't just look at cars for free. This is a for-profit business. I'm sure wherever you work is for-profit. And I'm not trying to be a smartass, but in my head, I'm thinking, actually, no, we're not. <laughs> what I do is not for-profit. <laughs> like, it legitimately isn't. It's legitimately like a project that helps people. So, no, this isn't about fucking ripping people off. And we're going back and forth, and I say... um, he says, he, he I asked him how much they charge because he says that they that they have to pay every month for them to run this computer, which sounds like bullshit and it's probably not true. So I asked how much and he says a thousand. And I was like, oh, well, I mean, you make more than that just selling one of these cars by how much you mark them up, you know? And he said, well, we got to make a profit. I was like, well, you make a profit by charging people 100 to put a new air filter in. And he's like, actually, it's six sixty nine ninety nine. Nice. And so, <laughs> and so I say, this is still ridiculous. Cause, and, and by the way, for those of you out there who don't know, it is extremely easy to change your air filter. And it, it, will, it will probably cost you like 15 bucks. And they try to, they'll try to charge you well, apparently 70 to 100 to change your fucking air filter at some of these dealerships. It takes like a minute to do. Super easy. And they'll charge you that much for that. It's ridiculous. You know, so we're, I'm going back and forth at the moment. I'm just saying like, you know, I don't understand. And he's just saying it's for profit. We got to make money. And so he's, he's getting annoyed. I can tell. And then at the, at the end, you know, like when you're leaving, they're supposed to, they're usually kind of trained to say, well, have a nice day, sir. <laughs> but he was annoyed at this point. And probably the one of the few positives to come out of this was he was like, see you later, guy. <laughs> 
So that's like where we were at. <laughs> See you later, guy. It was pretty hilarious. I'm not going to lie. Like that, that almost made it worth it. Like it was almost worth it to pay 160 bucks just to get that memory of like, see you later, guy. And now I've been using that. <laughs> and people I've told have been using that now. It's just, <laughs> I think he was from another part of the country. Like, I'm pretty sure, like, we've speculated he's from the Midwest or something because not really how people talk in California. It's just kind of funny. I don't know, man. It's just, it's like, it's it sucks to have to pay for them to look at something that you already got fixed you know and like you have to pay for that when it took them a couple minutes to do what they did and they're trying to act like it's justified like you didn't do shit you didn't do shit then they're trying to charge me 400 to repair it and the 160 would go towards the 400 but i'm like why the fuck would i do that if i can get it repaired for free like honestly you already got your money for the car your your company already got the money for the car so like the fact that you try to charge for every little thing is kind of bullshit. I'm not going to lie. It's like, what the fuck? Like, we, you know, you have gotten thousands of dollars from me just for me getting this car. Tens of thousands of dollars just off me getting this car. And you still want to jack, you know, like, I almost feel like that should be a service that comes with the car. Like, they could tell you what's wrong because they, they did that shit on purpose where it's like only they can see the computer codes to tell you what's wrong with it. Like, I, I guarantee you they do that shit on purpose. They make it harder for an outside mechanic. And that's the funny thing is like, oh, well, if, if you're I, like, I, I really took it as pretty disrespectful because my mechanic's a good guy and he's not he's not going to fucking get cheap parts. That's not like the type of person he is. He'll get like a good part. So they're like, oh, well that's what you get for not going to us. Like, that's basically what this guy's telling me. You got aftermarket parts. You didn't get the official parts. And it's like, for one, we don't know that, you know, we really don't know that. And I, and I'm like, so it would break in two months. He's like, yeah, that you get what you pay for. Like what, you know, it's like, <laughs> that's not realistic. Like, come on, man. I don't know. I just thought it was kind of, it, it's like an annoying exchange. <laughs> Like, the fact that they charge you just to look at your car, and they don't do shit, they ju they literally just plug some shit in, and they didn't even know what was wrong, they're like, well, that's what's showing up on the computer, but it could be this and this, and I'm like, oh, here you go, you fucking dealership, they're always trying to, like, so, they're always trying to upsell you, so I remember, I, I usually go to my mechanic for oil changes, but I went to them for back-to-back -back oil changes, and when I did, they're like, so the first time I went, they said, oh, you, you got to change your transmission fluid. So I was like, you know what? I've, I haven't changed that. I've put a lot of miles on this car. I'll change it. So I come back the next time after putting like about 5,000 miles more on my car for the next oil change. And they say, oh, you got to get your transmission fluid changed. And I was like, really? We did that last time. You don't have to change. If you don't know, I forget the exact number, but it's at least 70,000 miles until you have to change your transmission fluid. So they were just trying to charge me again for that. And it's like a hundred something bucks for that. And I was fine doing it the first time. I was like, honestly, it probably doesn't need it. But fucking that, <laughs> for them to try to charge me that much, the next time I went in there, you know, was just ridiculous. 
So be careful with these dealerships. I would say you can trust them for oil changes, at least as far as I know. Like I don't, they have good rates for oil changes. Like other places, they'll charge you seventy to a hundred, and they'll charge you like fifty. So, but other than that, like you make an appointment there, and you end up waiting two hours for them to do a fucking oil change, which takes a couple minutes. Another one of those things that takes a couple minutes. I've done it myself, you know. The only reason I don't is because you're taking a risk. You can really fuck your car up, and it's not really worth it over saving a couple bucks. But, yeah, I've called places. Actually, I've called, and they've been like, yeah, it's 120 for an oil change. Like, I've laughed them off the phone. I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> the oil itself only costs, like, 20 to 30 bucks. I think, I think the last time I bought oil, it was, like, 26 bucks. I'm fine paying someone to do it, knowing it's safe for like 40. I think it's actually like to be exact with tax and everything. It's like 45. I'm fine. That's worth it to me. It's not something I have to do all the time and it's safe and they can do it in a more effective way, you know, and I know if it gets fucked up, it's on them. If I fuck it up, it's on me. Like, and you can ruin your whole motor. For that man so it's like it's really not worth it it's just worth it to just pay the extra money for the oil change <laughs> but anyway that's my that's my dealership story <laughs> hopefully i won't have any more of those for a while the fucking dealership like i, I dragged my feet on going there too because i was like they're gonna try to fuck me over gonna f and they did they fucked me over made me pay 160 bucks and go carless on a friday that i was off not be able to do shit <laughs> but sit around and wait for them to fucking call and like that's the thing too is like for me anytime something goes wrong with my car i'm like oh shit this is gonna be at least a thousand it's gonna be thousands of dollars so that way it was like okay that's cool it's 160 bucks but it's still like 160 bucks that i shouldn't have to fucking pay and um who knows maybe i can get my mechanic to cover it because honestly like it's not my fault you know it should have been fixed it didn't Clearly, clearly it wasn't done totally correctly or something, or it's a bad part. Like, it's not my fault. I shouldn't have to pay that. But we'll see. At the end of the day, if I'm out 160, it's not going to make or break me. It's more the principle of someone fucking charging you 160 for like five minutes of work, you know? So what? You, I drove the car up. All you did was pull it into the fucking spot and put, plug a computer in that's all you fucking did and i pay 160 for that <laughs> it's ridiculous like a whole month of insurance for that car doesn't cost that much how do you justify that i get it like if they want to charge a little bit of money i'd be fine with that when you're charging people 160 because what he said is like oh if we if we did that for free for everyone and they went to other shops like that's not fair to us or whatever and i'm like you know what? You don't have to charge that much, though. He said, if we have 50 cars... Okay, so if you had 50 cars come in, if you charge them 20 bucks, which I think would be a lot more reasonable, honestly, like, an auto parts place will do the shit for free, but I didn't want to go there because I could only go to Honda to get the codes, you know? Most auto parts places will do that shit for free. So, like... <laughs> Or you can rent a computer. You can rent a computer for almost that price. Or I think you can buy one for like 200 honestly. So it's just it's just all in all just a whack situation. <laughs> like they really try to gouge you at these places. And I'm not fucking with it, man. I'm not fucking with it. So yeah, that concludes my little uh, 
dealership story. I thought it was interesting. If it, if it drags on or if it's just like sounds like me complaining, I don't know what to tell you. My bad. <laughs> KZRO Sports! Oh, goddamn. Sometimes I don't like... <laughs> I don't like, like, covering, honestly, trash events in sports. But you know what? Fucking... If it's the biggest news of the sports day, it's the biggest news of the sports day. So, fucking... Well, let's start with the good news. Anderson Silva would knock Tito Ortiz the fuck out in a boxing match on this Triller card. Fucking Anderson Silva improves to three and one. It was uh, Ortiz boxing debut, and uh, wow, he just like he knocked Anderson Silva knocked him out. Out. He was like out. He was sleeping. Like he was asleep on the canvas. And uh, I've always been a fan of Anderson Silva. I'm not a fan of Tito Ortiz. He's just like... I am a fan of his interviews. If you've never seen Tito Ortiz be interviewed, it's fucking hilarious because it's it's honestly amazing like how fucking dumb that guy is. He's like... He's one of the dumbest people I've ever seen. I'll say it again and again. And, and honestly, getting knocked out like that, he's going to be fucking even dumber. I can't even... I can't fucking fathom that. He's going to be fucking... He is now dumber than he was before he entered the ring with Anderson Silva. I almost said... I was like, for a second, I hesitated. Because I was like, wait. Anderson Silva, Tito Ortiz, wasn't it an octagon? No, it was a fucking boxing ring. He got laid the fuck out. Okay. Then, which, uh, okay, before I move on, props to Anderson Silva, man. He upsets Chavez Jr., which, honestly, I thought going into that fight, I was like, oh, shit, like, that's, I mean, Anderson Silva's a bigger guy, but Chavez Jr., he got some power. Anderson's getting up there in age. He's coming off a KO in MMA, you know. I'm thinking... I mean, I thought Silva had a shot because he is an, an amazing striker. You know, one of the best strikers in MMA history. So, going into that fight, I'm thinking, okay, like, it's an interesting fight. I like the fight, honestly. I like the fight. Because there's multiple factors. Like, yeah, he's bigger than Chavez Jr. naturally. He's fought at heavier weights. But he's out of his element to an extent when it comes to boxing. You know? So, I mean, he had, you know, before that, he had a couple fights, but wasn't anything major, just a little bit. <laughs> so, him knocking Ortiz the fuck out, goddamn, son. Impre I mean, it's as impressive as you could get. It was, they were fighting two-minute rounds, so he knocked him out in under two minutes. Like, flatlined him. Just straight up, like, put him to fucking sleep. 
I'm sorry, I'm hyped because I, I just don't I don't fucking like Tito Ortiz. I don't like the motherfucker. So him losing is never a bad thing to me. I'm not mad. <laughs> I mean I don't think I'm definitely not the only person that feels that way. Tito Ortiz is known to be an ass. You know. <laughs> oh man, I gotta talk about the main event. I don't really wanna talk about the main event, but I have to. <laughs> oh fuck. In the main event, Vitor Belfort, former uh, MMA champ. I, he was never a UFC champ, was he? I don't think so. Not that I can remember. I might be wrong. But former MMA champ and middle-aged man. He was supposed to fight Oscar De La Hoya. Oscar De La Hoya got COVID, pulled out of the fight. He's supposed to fight him didn't fight him uh he ends up they end up calling up Evander Holyfield who hadn't fought in 10 years before that they call up Evander Holyfield 58 almost 59 year old Evander Holyfield and I don't remember when De La Hoya pulled out but it was it was like at most a couple weeks before the fight so and so fucking Evander Holyfield is going into this fight couple weeks training but not much you know not much in that way in that regard (laughs) and fucking it didn't go well for Vander Holyfield unsurprisingly it did not go well he didn't I mean first round he gets dropped by Vitor Belfort which in their primes, obviously in a fucking boxing match, Evander Holyfield always had an amazing chin and great skills, great heart. Prime for prime, if they fight each other, Holyfield is probably fucking him up, you know? I mean, you can bet money on that in a boxing match. So to see Vitor Belfort fight this old ass man who is a legend, but literally, like, the dude is almost a senior citizen. I don't know how the fight was fucking sanctioned. Like, surely there were other options besides Evander Holyfield. Like, going in, I was like, oh, you know, Holyfield, I think, I thought he still had some left in the tank just because, I mean, he looks like he's in good shape. And I didn't, I honestly didn't realize that it had been 10 years since he fought because he's been talking about fighting, I guess, for the last 10 years. So I figured he would have like squeaked one in somewhere along the way I think he fought for charity right but it's not listed on his official record I feel like he did like an exhibition or some shit yeah I'm not sure but I feel like he did an exhibition or some shit so yeah didn't go well uh the stoppage honestly I'm not gonna lie this is I know a lot of people disagree with this the stoppage honestly was kind of early though Holyfield was mad about the stoppage it was kind of early like, he wasn't out-out. He was defending himself. They waved it off, like, shortly after he got dropped. He's defending himself. Not really throwing back, but he was defending himself and wasn't really getting caught by most of the stuff Vitor... Vitor was just f- throwing flurries, and most of the shit wasn't landing. And they waved it off. It was like a Brit stoppage, like one of those ones in Britain. So... Yeah, and honestly, when he did get knocked down, 
I think he was hurt, but I think uh, I think he was more off balance than anything, from what I remember. I don't know. Anyway, not great to see a legend go out like that. I don't know if that'll be the last time he fights, but uh, shit. I don't think his... I, I feel like Holyfield has been stopped, but definitely not that early. I don't know. I haven't followed his record. I know he hasn't been stopped a lot, though, if he has been stopped. So, shit. I don't know if it counted towards his official record, though, because when I was looking it up, I looked up his box record after the fight, and that's how I discovered, like, oh, shit, he didn't fight in fucking 10 years before this. So when I was looking up his boxer, I saw that that wasn't listed yet. Like, it could get listed later, but it wasn't listed as of that time. So, fucking, yeah, not a good look for really everybody involved. I guess it's not a bad look for Vitor. He did what he was supposed to do, but, I mean, in every other conceivable way, it was a bad look. (laughs) For the ones who threw the event. I mean, I guess they did what they had to do. They were like, oh, it's a legend. We're going to put another legend on. Like, we're gonna, like, it'll sell. And maybe it sold. I don't know. I mean, I could see it selling okay with Anderson Silva on the undercard. Like, it might have done decent numbers. Now they're talking about Anderson Silva fighting Jake Paul. I hope they make that fight. I think Anderson Silva, I'm, I'm going to go out on a limb a little. I think he might just fuck Jake Paul up, honestly. <laughs> Based on what we've seen, like, I don't think Jake Paul is ready for that, honestly. To be fair, like, I'm not a... Jake Paul seems like a douche. I guess I haven't been exposed to him enough to really know. He seems just kind of lame and corny and, like, you know. I'm sure... I get the vibe that he is actually, like, an asshole and, like, a troll... And all that, but I just haven't seen enough of him. I've pretty much only seen his fights, and like, I think he released some horrible like rap songs, right, with his brother or something. Like, I remember seeing that; those were trash. But I mean, there's a lot of people that release trash songs, so I didn't really think much of it. I'm just like, oh, trash. All right, <laughs> I didn't really think much of it. It's like whatever. It's trash. It's okay. Like, that can happen. <laughs> so fucking um I don't know I didn't really have much of an opinion about him but uh that Woodley fight man really kind of exposed him cause it's like he almost got knocked out he should have been counted knocked down and really just like it was a horrible fight fucking uh nobody looked good in that like yeah you got the split decision win but shit like and then he talked about like possibly retiring after and i'm just like if you go out after that i mean i get it maybe you found out boxing wasn't for you you got popped in the mouth finally but like god damn that would be such a weak way to go out on a split decision like kind of controversial win i mean i saw a lot of people who thought woodley won i don't know I don't know. I think, like, if you don't count the knockdown, I think it was fair enough for Jake Paul to win. But who the fuck cares? Like, it was such a bad fight. No one won that shit. They maybe even could have called that shit a draw. But anyway, I digress. If he fights Anderson Silva, I don't think that's going to go well. Because, I mean, Anderson Silva's actually his size. 
you know? It, it, actually, he's still a little smaller than Jake Paul naturally, but he's close to his size. He's close enough where it's like, he might just fuck him up. <laughs> like, he might do him like Ortiz. I don't know. I think, I'm sure Jake Paul would go more rounds than Ortiz, but he might get fucked up. Like, there's a good chance. I would not doubt it at all. So, yeah. In other sports news, NFL's back. They kicked off today. So, that's something. I'll get into that in a bit. Or, no, they didn't kick off today, but this was, like, the day where most teams played. The Dodgers beat the Padres 8 to nothing behind uh, Max Scherzer, who, man, I mean... Give up one hit, nine strikeouts. His ERA is 2.17 now. So he's honestly contending for the Cy Young. <laughs> it's going to be between, like, I mean, two two people on the same team could potentially get it. Walker Bueller and Max Scherzer. Like, that's crazy to think. And actually, right now, Bueller's ERA is 2.32. Max Scherzer's at 2.17. So he might win the fucking Cy Young and have another, like, low twos pitcher on the same team. That's so crazy. (laughs) So in NFL news, yeah, might as well. Might as well get into the NFL now, I believe. What's the scores? The scores for this week. I'm not going to get into all the scores. I'm going to get into the scores I'm interested in. You know me. I'm not going to talk about all that bullshit. I don't give a fuck. (laughs) Uh, The opener was actually the Buccaneers beating the Cowboys 31-29. to And uh, Brady actually broke a record in that. Most quarterback wins 15 in week one since at least 1950. So, fuck. Brady just, like... I admit... I didn't like... Uh, I didn't like Brady for a while. Mostly because... I See, a lot of times I don't like this shit. And I'm, it's irrational. I won't like, like somebody because of their fan base. I found New England fans to be annoying because a lot of them were bandwagoners and I I thought it was just irritating to watch (laughs) these fucking bandwagoning New Englanders or like New England fans. Like, you don't know shit about New England. I remember in one particular case, like, I asked a girl where the Patriots played and she said, New England, duh. It's like, yeah, you don't know what the fuck you're talking about, huh? New England is like a set... New England technically is like the first 13 colonies, right? So, yeah, you narrowed it down to fucking 13 states. I think normally when people say that they're talking about East Coast and shit, but you still haven't narrowed it down. I would have accepted Massachusetts. If you fucked up and said Boston, I wouldn't have faulted you too much. If you got Foxborough, which is where they actually play, great. But that type of shit was just annoying to me. Like, okay, so you just like them because they win. I don't know. I'm the type of person, like, you stick with your fucking team, man. You stick with your team and you make it, you know, like, don't be whack. <laughs> stick with your team. So anyway, uh, yeah, they, they won. So I'll I'll just talk about that opener. Other than that, I mean, my team, you know, and you're listening to Life in Zero Gravity. So my team won. 
49ers beat the Lions 41-33. My team got it done. Jimmy Garoppolo, 17 for 25 for 314 yards and a touchdown. Not a bad day for Jimmy G. I mean, no mistakes. No, or I mean, I'm sure he made mistakes, but no notable mistakes. You know, decent amount of yards. He, he did have a lost fumble, so there's that. But uh, yeah, so Niners start the season one and zero, not a bad, not bad. Um, they're gonna be contending for a playoff spot, so good start to the year for them, and we'll see how it progresses. I don't know. There's not too much more to talk about on sports, like yeah, teams won, teams lost. You know, you know how it goes. And, uh, yeah, we'll be back next week with more KZRO Sports. And now, let us hear from the mind of Grav. Motherfuckers try to diss, but they know I supply the bliss. And my skills can fry abyss. So why you try to kiss? <laughs> you better go ahead and kiss the sky. Everything I spit mystifies. Because I spit arithmetic. Girls talking shit can get this dick. <laughs> I make all your hitters click together and run to the shitter quick. I'm busting up your faces, though. Don't be alarmed when I waste this foe. I don't got time for you racist hoes. I don't give a fuck how your playlist goes. I'm the greatest, yo, but they don't believe me. I don't care how they will or won't receive me. Because I'm too diabolical. <laughs> I open up the box and I rock your skull. Cause that's what it is to be the greatest. I don't even gotta see to hate this. Cause I'm sick of hearing what you got to say. Motherfuckers talk shit till they get shot away. I'll go get your shine box and serve you shinola. I don't understand. I'm guided by Nova. The culture for all to enjoy and shit. I don't give a fuck you're annoying it. <laughs> Said I don't give a fuck like way too many times. But I could slice you up with my entry lines. You need entrees, I'm Dr. Bombay. That's what I do. <laughs> That is our show. Thank you for listening. We'll come back stronger next week. You know, as always, always looking to build and get better and better. And hopefully we can make things happen. You know, this is, I'm really trying spread the word. Like this album, I really want to finally get the attention it deserves. I'm not trying to blow up and go multi-platinum and all that. I just really want to be able to make money and tour the world with music so i would really appreciate if my audience could help me with that because 
it's very difficult. So anything you can do where I can make more of a splash and get better distribution, I guess, I'm open to it. I'm not just trying, I'm not trying to sell out. I'm going to keep it real to me. But like there are scenarios where I will have to have like these advisors and I'm fully willing to accept that. So I thank you for your time, everyone. And uh, I will be back. Peace. You feel that? That's the focus. Now it's not half as hopeless. I felt like my back was broken. And somebody cracked me open like a crab and sucked my whole soul right out. They never even let me show my route. Cause I came in as a star burning bright. But I started learning right then that it wasn't meant to be for me. And I see the way my species be. And I see the way they keep a G down. Like the forces pulling on us all. Right down to the roots and I found out the truth I'm showing in the raw No doubt that's new but I'm proud of the view Walking around, talking it down, figuring out that my options are out I'm popping a disc, old school, I'm rocking with this I'm awkward until the apocalypse locked in No top ten, not opt-in, put stock in Let's pop in, shit dropping, no option to fail with my third eye that's open Planted 9-7, my hibiscus is growing Little realities, please. I make it look easy. About to pee. Audi, cause the world never made it look right to me. But you were looking so right that I cut off all society. You might just be the type of me, but fuck it though. Oh no, you didn't know I would untuck this flow. I'm up here so you fuckers know all of the things you thought you knew were plastic. You play obstacles around, no stopping through. You're jacked in, back into a corner. I warned you. Why do I gotta play enforcer? I'd rather stay in torture. Your mind and find those inner workings. Travel to places never meant for earthlings. First things first, I burst in with the facts. Hit your back, way back to your childhood days. You're missing that. She said I made her feel like a teenager. That theater, that reality, the scene slayer. No horror flick, I'm more the chicks. I absorb the hits of war and shit that forced to get until I'm gored a bit. I'm warped and sick at times, but I'm mellow. Constructing vicious minds so they felt those 
The energy got me high mystically The soothing effects of hibiscus tea reason for being if you grasp just a piece of the meaning you can elevate and tell your state of mind peace redefine your mind till all undivine cease find peace in your own uniqueness it don't matter how alone your peak is you'll reach it but only if you want to can't teach it there's only seekers run through our own gray matter which we must upgrade the world don't it's just us played by the people who claim to be in it for us But in back rooms drain us of dignity just for some bucks and some power Till they ride at the root So they still are seen as if we'd forgotten the truth But if you lift me, no telling how high I'll lift you to Now you got your own hibiscus view Obstacles they put up in front of you. Because everybody wants to doubt you, and they'll come around when they see you succeeding, but they don't want to contribute to the work. Really, we're all one, right? It's all the mother's soul interconnected. But people can't see that, and it's that bias that creeps in racial bias cultural bias, musical bias, they don't see the world clearly, they see it through the prism of that bias, and that's what divides us, so we gotta come and form together like Voltron in this motherfucker, (laughs) you know what I mean?
you have met these two men and are traveling with them now, then that is your destiny. All I'm offering is the truth. Nothing. It's all dream. Just a dream. They say when you meet the love of your life, time stops. And that's true.